Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. We're back to the, the famous Noah movie night. <laughs> Monday movies. <laughs> Monday movies. And uh, we are going to talk about, the, oh boy, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. <laughs> All right, but before we do, please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. You can also enjoy this show on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Odyssey, and more. We also uh, have a membership tier on each of those platforms as well if you'd like to support the channel, or you can check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash KOE podcast. But let's go ahead and get into this. Yes, let's do. <laughs> let's uh, not. Uh, uh, what's what's. Yes. Not beat around the bush. Basically, I'm already, I'm already lost <laughs> with all these notes I have. Okay, so basically, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot—that's the whole title. Like that's a hundred percent the whole goddamn title of this movie. And I'm like, man, you guys could have shortcutted a little bit, or do you know what I mean? More, like, more, uh, like they were like yeah. to the point on. That's exactly what he did in the movie. He did not <laughs> let you guess or anything. <laughs> Uh, so in the movie, it's set in 1987. Mm-hmm. You follow this guy named this old old man named Calvin Barr, and he's just basically just living his life, just a real mundane, you know, go, go to the bar at night, uh, go home, spend time with his dog, you know, just the, the 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 most mundane existence for a man whose history is so extraordinary, <laughs> and he's just living life like he's he's got this like restless sense to him where he's just like like there's like something that he's missing or didn't do or needs to do and he's getting older and he can't like he's made like he's i don't I, like i uh i related to that but there's just like an energy in him that's still left and he just cannot figure out how to implement it into the world so it wasn't like sylvester stallone and uh the samaritan <laughs> where you just want to be left alone? Yeah. Like, I am to be a guy. <laughs> no. He was like, you felt like he he needed to accomplish something before he died, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it, it's him in the present, and it would flash back to him in the past and how he came about killing Hitler. And basically, uh... He just got sent to the fucking front line. He infiltrated the uh, the uh, German-controlled territory. Uh, somehow got himself the fucking most Nazi of Nazis. He was like black, the hat, <laughs> the, uh, swastikas everywhere. This man had a watch with the hands made for the swastika, right? But because they're all curved, <laughs> you can't tell what fucking time it is. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Are you what the hell's the point of this stupid watch? It's at three, but it's pointing to six. It's like it's it's like the little it's like the actual Nazi symbol. Yeah, it's a swastika. So you, you imagine that just going in circles. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to tell what time it is? <laughs> so, as a younger man, he goes to uh, he 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 finds he finally finds Hitler in uh, this hotel, and uh, he goes up to the, the the front desk. There's a guy. Uh, who who tells them to? Uh, they don't they don't really speak any German, which is kind of funny. They're just like all kind of just like muttering to each other, like like pantomiming. And he has them, you know, you put your stuff on the table. Let, let's let my guard pat you down so you don't have any weapons. Like they're like really um, nervous about what's going on. It's Hitler, after yeah. all. They have the vet who comes in. So they played TSA. TSA, basically, yeah. I just didn't show any fingers up his ass. <laughs> 
and uh, he's supposed to deliver the, he's, he says he's got to deliver this letter or he implement or he kind of like uh, interprets it. He has, they never talk. <laughs> it was so weird. And the whole time there's these planes going over the, the hotel and it's like rattling the whole building. These like low flying planes. And uh, the, the guy on the desk, he's actually wearing white, which was an interesting contrast to the bar. The spy wearing black, the, the Nazi front desk guy was wearing all white. And he kept putting his hand over his drink every time the uh, the, the plane would rattle. And I didn't, I, just, I thought it was weird. I didn't know why at first. Like, I wasn't paying attention early on what happened. But uh, Bar goes up the stairs to the top of the, like, the hallway of the rooms to meet Hitler. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and he salutes the guy. He does the Nazi symbol thing. The uh, the Nazi salute and the guy has to you know automatically stand up and do it too, but Bart did that. So when the plane went over, all this dust fell from the fucking ceiling and landed in his drink. That was why he was covering the drink the whole time. So he fucked up his drink, his little alcohol, just full of dust and whatever fucking asbestos in the walls. <laughs> so Bart goes. Uh, he's walking down the hallway to meet Hitler and. Yeah, he starts like putting together. Like he has to leave his gun at the front desk, his little Nazi gun. You know, like what's that called? That uh, I should have uh, looked. I should have just typed a Nazi gun. It's that weird looking gun that, that they, all the Nazis had. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's like I know history. All the Nazis had this one specific gun. It was a standard issue. I don't actually know. It was like a common uh, German weapon mm. or uh, pistol. So he had to leave it there. And he starts walking uh, the hallway. It's empty. And he starts, like, taking shit out. Like, first he takes the clip off of his leash because he had a dog with him the whole time. And he sets the the, and, like, the handle to it. He pulls out something from his his, uh, his hat, pulls out something from his boot. And he just and he takes out uh, he, uh, the guy left him keep. He let him keep his lighter, his pen and a flask. Well, that was a bad idea because he started putting this shit together. The fucking lighter was a gun magazine that he put for the three other three items. He connected that. The barrel was the pen and the silencer was the flask. So now he had some weird ass fucking makeshift gun that he made down the hallway. <laughs> James Bond, that shit. Basically, he, he goes to the, he meets Hitler, right? Hitler, for some reason, they had Hitler coughing like <laughs> just old and just like he's dying or some shit. So he's in the hotel, and uh, uh, Bard does the Nazi salute again. But when he does the salute, you can see behind him, he's he got his fingers crossed, which was a, something that uh, Steven Spielberg told uh, the actors to do in one of his movies. I think uh, it was a movie he made about the Holocaust or something. I can't remember. But he told all the actors that uh, if you cross your fingers with your other hand when you do the Nazi salute, it's, it makes it null and void. Which is, like, there you go. <laughs> So uh, anytime he did the Nazi salute, he wasn't really doing the Nazi salute. Um, so he gives the letter to Hitler. Hitler opens it up. It's like, what's this? He doesn't say they, they, never, they never say anything. I guess no one spoke German on this fucking movie production. Yeah. He pulled hey, it. You know what? Though better to be quiet and not let everybody know that you can't speak German than to start just babbling off just shit that makes no sense. Screaming. <laughs> He, he opens up the letter, pulls it out, and it's one of those goddamn posters for Uncle Sam. I want you for the army. And Hitler's like, oh, no. He looks up, and the guy fucking puts two. One in his chest, one in the right in his fucking head. And then boom and boom, Hitler's dead. So that's basically the move. That's the basically like 34 minutes into the movie. Hitler dead. Um, so then... 
as I said, he was having like a restless uh, time in his life. He eventually goes and meets his brother, mm-hmm. and he has this great monologue about what he did in the war, which I guess he only killed one person in the war was Hitler. But it's the most important one. That's what he thought. So he has a great monologue that he talks to. His brother's a barber. His brother's bald. He's a barber. <laughs> I know one of those in real life. <laughs> Like, I can't have hair, so let me fix yours. <laughs> Basically. The bar says, he's like, uh, uh, he's like, no, shot someone during the war. Never wanted that, to kill a man. Even if he had it coming. And he did. I was like, man, that's deep for such such a horrendous movie. <laughs> movie was boring. <laughs> it was boring. It was like, uh, it was like a little, too, it was too much. Yeah. The, the Bigfoot part made it too much. <laughs> uh, that's one monologue. Okay, so then <laughs> it's such a weird fucking movie. So now he's he's an old man, right? right. He's been doing all these flashbacks of, of it was it wasn't all like one shot of him killing Hitler. Mm-hmm. It was separate flashbacks, and then finally led to the, the flashback of him, him killing Hitler. Yeah. And so the government, the, the, these two governments guys show up after him killing Hitler, which I guess led up to Act Act Two. And he's like, uh, they're like, uh, Mr. Barr. Uh, we we need you for a mission. He's like I'm like 97 years old, or some shit. Like he just doesn't want to. <laughs> they have I guess they have a good reason. So, God, the reason they need to kill Bigfoot is because he carries something called the Nightmare Plague, which is apparently that plague, like that everybody fears. That it's that one plague that is like an instant killer. Not that like oh you you get sick and you know you get quarantined or whatever. This it's is so like, worse than the black death. Like yeah, like this is it. Like you're gonna die if you uh, if you get affected by this plague, and it's just killing all the animals except for Bigfoot. So they they somehow were able to isolate Bigfoot to a fifty foot no a, a fifty square mile radius called the dead zone, and they put a ring of fire around it, a controlled burn, so he can't get out or nothing can get in, nothing can get out. The they're only they they say that they're lucky that the birds weren't infected too, because if they had flown out of there, would it would have been a wrap for everybody. Yeah. So everybody's freaked out and. They say that out of all the people that they've, uh, they have Barr's blood on record, apparently. Is that what you want with my blood? It's like, it's just, it's on record. And he, out of the three people, he's the only one available. The other one's dead. The other one's like a child or something. He's it. So he's like, like, man. So basically he has to now save the world from the nightmare plague. So, such a weird movie to segue from, uh. <laughs> From from the Nazi Germany to yeah, okay. So one of the uh, one of the government guys, well, one's from Canada, like French Canadian accent. The other one's American, and he has this weird like uh, like my my grandfather told me stories about you. Some I I didn't even believe. Saying he was going see now, just saying uh, government secrets, making stuff up, <laughs> and then the bars like those stories, they're all true. And then uh, they start talking about the, the Bigfoot again. But then, it, it, like, let me go back to my grandpa. The guy cannot let go of this. Like, his, I guess his grandpa drove him crazy, too, or something. Just constantly rattling on about it. I guess. Though. Like, he's like, uh, it's like, he bothered me. Now I'm going to bother you. <laughs> so he's like, there was one story that he always brought up constantly. And then and Barr's like, yeah, it's true. And it's the killing Hitler. And uh, Barr is pissed because... 
he said that killing Hitler had no effect whatsoever on the war. <laughs> this is this was his words from another monologue he had. Uh, after he killed Hitler, he says, the Germans covered it up, and so did we. And history marched on, just like you read about. I can't even fucking... That was terrible. Let me do it again. Uh, the Germans covered it up, and so did we. And history marched on, just like you read about. By the time I got to that miserable man, his words had grown beyond him, and his ideas continued to do all the damage that they possibly could do without him. That day I just killed a man. What he stood for was unstoppable. Yeah. So it yeah, turned okay. just because you kill the person doesn't mean you can kill the idea. And here's the weird thing: in this world, that getup that Hitler had, the the mustache, the weird hair, the the suits, that allowed the Germans to uh, impose imposters to say that Hitler was still alive. There's a project called Project Valkyrie that uh it was a real uh project it was a real like uh, operation in world war ii yeah a group of nazis within uh the third reich tried to overthrow hitler but they failed in this world they say he did succeed they killed number two so he killed the real hitler project valkyrie killed hitler too there was three or four the very last one was the one in the bunker that killed himself the one that killed himself yeah, yeah. that's the one that everyone knows about that's the that's the the last hitler so that's basically what he's so mad about. He, he didn't want to ever kill anybody. He th- but he thought if he, he had to, he had to, it would be the worst human being in history yeah. that we know of so far. And so it's made you know just ruined his life, I guess. Because uh, before he had to, before he got to Hitler, he needed to get across uh, the border to get to that uh, Nazi-controlled territory. So he met a group of like Russians or gypsies or something, mm-hmm. and they were going to get him across. And so he goes to this tent in the middle of the night and talks to this Russian and have the weirdest fucking conversation. I, I, I don't even remember a single word about it other than like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is happening? What? What? It, it, it just keeps snowballing, right? And then the Russian's like, uh, well, I guess, can I give you a shave? I want to give you a shave. And because uh, Bar, Bar has this huge beard that he's got now. That he's because he hadn't had time to shave while he was, you know, trying to get to the, the uh, Nazi Germany, I guess. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, uh, but this won't be just any shave. This is a special shave. We're going to invoke the spirits or something. And here's how it goes. Here's what he does. He's like, I'm going to give you this special shave. If this shave is perfect, uh, then. Okay, so if this shave is perfect, then you will fail. This mission will not succeed. But if this shave is not perfect, you will succeed. This mission will be successful. But I can't attempt to fail. I have to be as steady as I possibly can. So I will try to make this shave perfect as I can. But I can't make it that perfect because God, only God is perfect. He said something like along those lines. Like, oh, what? Did, what? Did, what? And he just started rambling, throwing words out. So he shaves him, right? Right. After he spoke the special shave, and it's a perfect shave. No nicks, no cuts. He's like, well, fuck. <laughs> Looks like this plan's gonna fail. But then he takes the knife. All right. He said, like, if if they if he attempts to cut him on purpose, they'll both be cursed for life. So he has to do it. You know unintentionally but after he after you realize after he realized that the, the shave was fine he nicks the back of uh bar's left ear 
with the knife. It's like, ah, your family, your plan will succeed. But now we're both cursed. <laughs> so everybody, they were cursed. The plan did fail. They, him killing Hitler had no effect, effect at yeah. all. So they, they actually, they are cursed. And Barr was cursed because when he got home, all he wanted to do, because they kept doing this goofy ass romance uh, plot line that I hate, was he wanted to propose to his girlfriend. And when he got back, she ended up dying young. So now he just lived the rest of his life alone with a dog. I'm like, well, God dang. Trying to play the Captain America stuff. Basically, he was just so sad. Like, I'm so, he couldn't back, go back in time, though. <laughs> back to boiling all his food. And no Google. <laughs> so, he knows he has to go kill uh, Bigfoot. Because, I mean, it's carrying a, it's carrying a play. It's gonna, he's got his brother. Brother's like, his brother's older than he does. And he's supposed to be the older brother, which is weird. <laughs> So he's like, "All right, I'll kill, I'll, I'll kill uh, Bigfoot for you." And because they had sent out like dozens of teams, and they never came back. I guess Bigfoot's just that guy. Bigfoot's got those hands, basically. And Bar's supposed to be some like super soldier, like uh, not like superpowers or like you know uh, soldier serum or anything. He's just you know just that good of a soldier. So like an impeccable, flawless military record. Which I mean, like, if you only kill one guy and it's 100%, you, you're, you're just flawless. Pretty much. Like, you, you killed Hitler. <laughs> and he's, like, the only hope for humanity left. And if he, they were just going to nuke the the little Canadian countryside, the 50 square miles. <laughs> yeah, if he failed. It's like, well, if you don't make it, we're going to blow it to hell. I'm like, and I started thinking, like, why don't you set fire to the whole fucking thing all the way through? Like, just make the circle, you know, keep, keep making the, uh, the circle smaller and smaller with the fire. Yeah. But I guess I guess they didn't, they didn't console me. And also, one inconsistency is... Okay, you set up a fire line, but it's not going to stay there forever. Well, they keep it's a controlled fire, so they keep raising, keeping the flames going. Oh, so they keep, they keep. Yeah, okay. which I'm saying, like they can just keep adding more. Like they make the circle like like closing in, yeah. little by little. Did you would have burned them out, or it made the made the fucking thing like 50 feet? Like there he is, and just blow him to hell. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. You, you need you need Calvin. Uh, what's his name? Calvin Bar. <laughs> to go, he, he's like he's got to do it. So he goes in there. They check. They uh, they check his vitals and everything, and then they give him this whole selection of weapons on the wall, just like knives, guns, all kinds. Right? He fucking walks up to it. That gun, that scope, this knife, that's it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so he goes into the the ring of fire. The Canadian, the uh, the French Canadian is like, good luck, Mister Barr. God, have, uh, God be with you. Your only hope. That's how you know it was not in the United States, like where it didn't take place in the U.S. You mm -hmm. can tell that it took place in Canada because if it was the U.S., they just would have bombed automatically and got it over. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> Wasting like, time. The Canadians are nice. <laughs> so right off the bat, the minute like he, it's him and the French guy standing in front of the, the ring of fire, the very next scene, boom! Immediately, fucking Bigfoot gets shot in the face. That's all you see. <laughs> But he hits him in the head. But I guess Bigfoot's just built bulky because he 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 chugs it off and runs. But you don't get a clear view of him. You just see like the, you know, the sudden movement of him getting shot. Yeah. And Bar's like, damn, the headshot didn't didn't put him down. So he starts following Bigfoot. He sees blood all over the trees. Like he's following his bloody trail. He finds a poultice. I guess it's those little medicinal 
stuff you can make. So I guess the Bigfoot can make poultice. Yeah. Little medicine pouches or little medicine, like just mixing together fucking medicinal herbs. And then he finds Bigfoot shit. He's like, I'm a vegetarian. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> so, uh, He's like, well, where, if I was Bigfoot, where would I go? And he notices a big-ass mountain. Not a big but it's a mountain, but it's not, like, fucking massive. Yeah. In the distance, in between, like, little square, 50 square miles. So, he's like, he'd probably go up there. So, he climbs up the mountain, and he finds Bigfoot just laying there dying. He's like, damn. And uh, Bigfoot, like... And by the way, at this part, of, when you see Bigfoot, that mask looks fucking horrendous. It's like, like it was like a low-budget $50 movie. <laughs> That, that, like the way they made him look, I think they did it on purpose. Yeah. Because uh, I'll tell you why in a second. But it looked that that outfit and everything that he looked like. You look just that dude in a mask. Like man, that is fucking horrible. <laughs> so he starts. He wants to like uh, Bigfoot dies, and he he puts all these branches. He's gonna burn, make a pyre for him. Yeah. Say, like, oh, don't you worry. The government won't get your body. I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> so they just he put he puts a pyre, he lights it up. And uh, that just fucking galvanizes Bigfoot. Like he just fucking wakes up, and he, he starts and he just fucking attacks Bar. They they fucking tumble down into like the fucking uh, woods again. And they start having a fucking fist fight of fist fights. The Bigfoot now it's, it's an eighty year old man. Yeah. So now Bigfoot, this mask of him looks actually really fucking realistic. I'm like, that, that, they did that on purpose because it looks way better now. Yeah. They start fucking fighting. Bigfoot breaks his left arm. And uh, it drops him to the ground and starts fucking doing those hammer fists. And Bart's getting his ass beat. And he's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. And he somehow gets his knife out and just starts fucking stabbing him in the stomach on the side, right? And then fucking Bigfoot throws up on his face twice. And blah, blah, blah. I think the second time wasn't scripted that way because he spit right down his mouth. And the actor, either the actor's a really good actor, he was like, God dang it, bro, what the fuck? Like, he was so mad looking. He looked pissed. <laughs> Just fucking pea soup in his mouth or whatever they used. So uh, the Bigfoot hits him one more time and fucking rips his left ear off. Fucking rips Bar's left ear off. His cursed ear. And uh, just just a, his whole fucking ear missing. And uh, Bigfoot's all stabbed up. So he runs back to where he was lying the first time when he got up the mountain, right? So he ran back up there? <laughs> yeah. So he's going to go die up there twice. <laughs> I guess it's a healing stone up there for him. So Bar comes up, right? He's like, I never wanted this, and fucking shoots him in the face. And then he lies there like he's, he's like he died too. I'm like, ah, he's fine. And then the next scene, they're burying his, his in at a funeral. So it's his funeral. His brother's burying his coffin. So he was a good brother. He didn't talk a lot. <laughs> Told me he killed Hitler. He just started rambling on. <laughs> they bury Bar, and his brother. Uh, goes fishing with his with Bar's dog because he took care of his dog while he went on the mission. Take care of my dog for me. I appreciate it. I made you hot cocoa with marshmallows. <laughs> like I'm legit saying stuff in the movie. <laughs> and uh, he, the brother looks out at the shoreline, and lo and behold, it's fucking Bar. Oh fuck! I mean, the the arm and a sling, his fucking ears gone. But he's he's like happy now. Yeah. The curse is gone. When he lost his ear, apparently the curse dissipated. And when he killed uh, Bigfoot, he realized that he did something 
to actually save the world. It meant like this killing mattered. It actually meant something. So he's like, you can see it. Like he's like, he's just like, man, he, he's in peace. Mm-hmm. Symbolically, the soldier him died when they buried his coffin because they buried his uniform. So he symbolically that he's finally dead and he can finally rest in peace. Yeah. And I was like, man, for such a terrible movie, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> part of the plot sucked and then part of it's like okay it's not bad the monologues were good the the acting was good i don't know it just i guess the premise was a little much for me and a little under budget no it was decent it wasn't like i mean you're not looking at cgi you know event game but it's not like <laughs> it's not a 50 dollar blair witch no oh god <laughs> yeah uh so two things at the end of the movie well, two things, uh, two last things, was throughout the, the beginning of the movie, Barr kept having this problem with his right shoe, mm-hmm. and he would take it off. He would be looking for like a stone or something that's messing with his foot because he keeps feeling something, and he he could never find it. And then at the end of the movie, now that he's you know at peace with with, with everything, it's happening again. He takes his shoe off, does this. He put you know he t- t- turns it over and shakes it out, and the fucking stone comes down. He's like, well, look at that. <laughs> Damn boy, <laughs> him and his dog are like damn boy. It's gonna be a good life now. Put the shoe back on. And also, he has this box that he keeps like we never know what's in the box, which makes me fucking furious. Uh, at the beginning, you see the box three times because they love doing that rule of three in movies mm-hmm. and comedy and whatnot. The first time he picks it up on the bed, it's underneath his bed. He sits on the bed, he picks it up from underneath, looks at it. Next time, and he puts it back down. The second time he grabs it, it's like it's separate times throughout the movie, not in like one sequence. Yeah, he puts it on the table the second time, and he he put he lifts up the little metal clasp that they put on some of these things, like in briefcases. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, and he closes it back up. The third time, well, the third time he has to fucking unbury it from the coffin because that's where his brother left it. He's like, Dude, "Where's my box at?" Like, "Oh, but it's in the coffin." Like, oh, fuck, you son of a bitch! <laughs> like a ninety-five-year-old man digging a big ass hole, <laughs> opens his coffin, gets the box right, sits on the on the the edge of where he dug the hole, opens the box up, like, "Yeah, there it is," and he closes it back up, and he's like, "Oh, let's go home, boy." And it's just like, "That's it. That's the whole movie." So you still never figured out what the hell was in the box? No, because they never tell you. They don't even make any... You can't even make an assumption. See, I know that bothers the detective side of you. Yeah. I'm like, what the... What, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I can I can assume it could be the ashes of his ex-girlfriend that he never married. That could be the only thing I can think of. Could be. Which, what would you put in a box, you weirdo? Put in a damn urn. That would be weird. It could be uh, a ring, the ring that he had for his wife, his girlfriend. Yeah, it could be that. Uh, it could be. I don't know. I mean, they left it up to everybody to basically make their own determination on it. Could be fucking Hitler's eyeballs for all we know. Could be. You like, never know. Could be that mustache ripped off. Like ripped his there. mustache off. Like he needed. <laughs> he needed confirmation for the 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 government brass. Like here it is, his mustache. Here's a stop lip. <laughs> But uh, that's a good movie. Well worth it. No. <laughs> but I'll watch anything, honestly. I, I've, I've watched some drivel, some true horrendous, but I'll watch it. <laughs> Rating. Yeah, bad. Bad? Uh, no, yeah. It's like, it's, I don't like Okay, it. acting one to ten. 
Oh, uh, acting was uh, the the main character was a ten. Okay. Everybody else. No, they're they're solid actors. Solid actors. Most of them are well known. Plot. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. It's like okay, so he's he just he killed not he killed Hitler and then a and a Bigfoot. So the plot was unique, at least. It was interesting. It's just it didn't a, it wasn't a weird. Well, yeah, it just wasn't well executed. Yeah. Budget. It was solid enough, I guess. I mean, it wasn't like they weren't like uh, you know. They weren't that bad. I, I guess the, that that was a fake out for the Bigfoot costume the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause like, this shit looks like dog shit. <laughs> so the second time when they had a the fist fight, it looked much better. So it's uh, so about a six, seven. Yeah, somewhere around there. Definitely recommend. I recommend everything. Watch everything. Yeah, oh, I know you recommend everything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I'll watch it all at least once, except for two girls, one cup, or the Saw movies. I'll never watch Hostel again. <laughs> and you'll be saying this after you watch that uh that new naruto or not naruto uh, one piece uh series coming out i might as well give it a try uh, until you call me crying but <laughs> <laughs> like eight episodes of dog shit <laughs> all right anything else to add before we go um no all right i was going to say something uh, witty but i've done my brains <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll Come see. on, boy, let's go home. Let's go home. <laughs> I killed kill a Bigfoot. <laughs> no, no shit, no lie. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Magnificent mustache you had, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>